Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 11 February, 2023. Our bit today comes from Matthew 7, verse 12, which says, Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Oh boy, is this really a lazy Saturday? Uh, I lazed in bed for as long as I could. And now that I'm up, I'm still feeling lazy. And the dry, though cloudy and chilly day out there isn't giving one much encouragement either. But life must go on. We must do the work that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has ascribed to us. So here I am, being ever so obedient and writing the bit. Although my flesh feels like rebelling. And since it's Saturday, we will turn to the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. Now, he only sent me three quotes this week, one of which we had already received and dealt with last week, which means we only have two quotes to consider today. <laughs> Glory be. That means we shall have a short bit. But you know what? I won't go counting on that now because you never know what or where the Holy Spirit will lead me and with my natural tendency for being long-winded, anything's possible. So having set the stage, let's see what this first quote says. Now. Only people who are not happy with themselves are mean to others. Now, there's some truth to that statement. I just don't know how much. Unhappy people do like to see others unhappy like themselves. But if that statement is totally true, then there are even more unhappy people in our world than we thought, since so many of us are mistreating our fellow beings. And I really don't know why that is, no? Because in many instances, there doesn't seem to be any need for the mistreatment. I don't know if we are just so evil-minded these days that it comes naturally. But whatever happened to the golden rule, as outlined by Jesus in his sermon on the mount, re-asking and receiving, where he says, Therefore, all things, whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. And one commentator addresses it thus. The golden rule, all, known also as the ethic of reciprocity, is arguably the most consistent, most prevalent, and most universal ethical principle in history. Many regard it as the most concise and general principle of ethics. The golden rule is found in numerous cultures, religions, ethical systems, secular philosophies, indigenous or native traditions, and even in the mathematical sciences, for example, the golden mean. And because it crosses so many traditions and philosophies, the golden rule possesses tremendous moral authority 
and reveals a profound unity underlying the diversity of human experience. The Golden Rule also emphasizes values of mutuality, interdependence, and reciprocity, end of quote. And yes, my friends, the Golden Rule does cut across all different facets of life, and it's something we've learned since the devil was a boy to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But somehow or the other, we seem to have lost it in these evil and ungodly years. And why is that? Eh? Who knows? Possibly because the devil's influence has been getting stronger and more pervasive in the last generation, while the influence of Jesus has waned. And I like this biblical explanation of the principle as outlined by Brandon Debert on the Christianity.com website. He says, in summary, the golden rule encompasses the empathic essence of morality. It is a simple yet powerful way of saying that we should recognize the respective dignity of our fellow man and not forget we all are capable of inflicting immoral actions. This is vital in following the commandments of God and creating a more virtuous world. And with regard to the Old Testament, two main points prevail. Matthew's reference presents the golden rule as encapsulating the teachings of the law and the prophets. And secondly, even though the golden rule addresses human interpersonal relationships, its message is additionally theological. That is, the very character of God guides how we should interact and relate to one another. We are to follow and exercise the golden rule because God's heavenly wisdom teaches self-control and his virtue teaches kindness. This proverb is appropriately called the golden rule for it encompasses in its few words the underlying and guiding principle of all morality. It comprises all the rules of the law with regard to man and all the amplification of those precepts given by the prophets. It instructs us to put ourselves in our neighbor's place and guide our behavior accordingly. It assumes, of course, that when we put our ourselves in our neighbor's place, we are wise enough not to make any foolish wishes and good enough not to make any evil ones. The golden rule was a vital emphasis on empathy and the reciprocity of morality. End of quote. And my fellow believers, since we are no longer a moral, but a rather immoral society, it's obvious that the golden principle has become irrelevant. Whoa, did we ever say plenty in that quote? Yes. Let's hope we don't have nearly as much to say on this second and last one, which advises, if you focus on hurt, you will continue to suffer. If you focus on the lesson, you will continue to grow. Now, there's much truth in those statements. For 
whenever we focus on our hurts, we tend to make them last longer. It's just the natural aspect of life. As Cousin Saul says in Proverbs 23, 7, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Yes, friends, as a man thinks, so is he. Whatever we concentrate on will most likely manifest itself in our lives. So if we concentrate on the hurt, the hurt will stay with us even longer than normal. But if we concentrate on the lesson that the hurt teaches, we will grow. And believe me, there is an invaluable lesson to be learned from every hurt we suffer, from every mistake we make. And that's the difference between hurting and growing. We cannot allow ourselves to wallow in the mire of self-pity when there's wonderful growth to be achieved on the other end of the scale. And that's why so many of us are unhappy and feeling hard done by in these tough and turbulent times. We concentrate on the negative aspects of our situations way too much. It's time to concentrate on the positive aspects instead. And there are always positives to be found regardless of how bad or negative our situations might seem. And please remember, friends, we have Jesus, the one who strengthens us in all our undertakings. That is, if we turn to him for his divine help. And that's the word for today. Turn to Jesus, for there's no better way. Much love. And the postscript for today says, In Jesus, we'll find everything we need, want and desire, and that's the gospel truth. Jesus is our end-all, be-all, everything, or whatever you want to call it, we'll find everything in him. So please, let's turn to him and look for whatever we want. And by the way, we have a PS here which says, I want you. It's not any shorter than normal. Much love. Yes, friends. I warn you that it mightn't get shorter just because we have only two quotes. But nonetheless, it's good. And I hope you get something from it and that it turns us to Jesus to do unto others as we would others do unto you, because that's the only way we'll ever change our world. And we pray that in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.